coming up. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I'm going to start off by flaming this Ramkev guy <laughs> for being the worst at counting down imaginable. <laughs> math, oh, that's awkward. math major, by the way. PhD in math. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I skip another? I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I, I'm not okay. too sure what happened. Anyways, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 10 of the Triforce Tactics podcast. My name is Spicy Appies. I'm joined by my two hosts, Ram Kev. If you want to say hi. Hello. What's up, everybody? I can't count. <laughs> and Jirachi. Hello. And we have two monstrous guests on today. Two absolute behemoths from SEA. We have Jose. Paolo himself. Do you want to say hi real quick? Hello, guys. Hello. 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 And we have Chaos, Kajaos, KJAOS, Mr. Keith himself. You want to say hello? What's up, everyone? <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll just start off how we always do. Just how was everyone's week? Um, we can just start with you, Kevin, if you're, you're down. You did some stuff this week. Yeah. I. I went to an academic conference, so I was there for like basically the week. It was nice because it was uh it was in Anaheim, so I got to go to Disneyland on the last day. Oh, um, but I didn't get to play too much TFT. Basically, I played one game when I got back at night on live servers, which is just gross. I went like on a, <laughs> I went like on a second place streak. I placed. Second, seven games in a row. And every time it was just plus 10 because Wait, there are only masters playing on live. <laughs> plus 10 second is when you know, like, yeah. no, I need to stop. Yeah, it, it, it gets bad. It gets bad. How has your week been, Jirachi? Um, well, I haven't played PBE since... Well, I haven't played PBA at all. I haven't played TFT since the weekend. Um, I did a couple couple days of streaming over the weekend trying to get past my rank four wall on live was not successful at all, but I had a great time anyway. Yes, I had a great time on live. Yeah, what a concept. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Being like, no, no, set five, bedge. Oh no. I'm I had I still was having fun with set five point five. I don't know. I seem to be in the minority. Um by haven't played TFT since then. I haven't touched PBE. I've been taking it super easy this week, honestly. Mm -hmm. Just like, just kind of like mentally resetting because it's getting to that point in the semester with grad school and stuff. And without going into too much detail, I'm kind of going through my hoe phase. I never had an undergrad, so that's a great time. Oh man, <laughs> that's, all I'm that's all I'm saying about that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of having fun on live, I have uh, grad school worries, going to an academic conference. I got drunk and played Dommy Mommy on live. <laughs> that was my week. <laughs> no, okay. So I've been talking about it so consistently for like two months now. About how I want, I, all this all set, honestly, but then like the last, like I guess like month and a half or so, I've been like hyper-focused on playing Dommy Mommy on live. And I just never hit the Sinspat Battle Leona start. And I, so it was like my second to last decay game for, for Jose and, and Keith. Uh, Dying Mommy is you just reroll since Battle Leona and you try your hardest not to go eighth. And if you don't go eighth, it's a dub. Oh, um and this so I literally Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> a, it's a fun game to play, especially when you're inebriated. Um <laughs> and speaking exclusively Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun stream. So I I loaded into the game, I saw the spat start, 
uh, the spat carousel, I saw Leona spawn in, and I literally popped off. Like, it was like, 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 like <laughs> got a shiny Pokemon or something. I have not popped off that hard in, like, months and months and months. Best and then, yeah, it was insane that I got that. I all caps said, no one can, no one by Leona, you all guarantee top seven. Guy went eighth, played himself. <laughs> I went seventh. Go <laughs> eighth. With Dami Mommy in the game. I do not understand. Yeah, it was actually almost like a top five. Because everyone was like 10 HP. Um, if I wasn't drunk and was able to like position properly, I probably would have been like top five, top... Oh, even top four, because I was like Kha'Zix three. I had like a Diana two. I had like... I think I might have had six Sin in. It was, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was Sin Sabat, Redemption, Spark, or like ZZ Rot or something, I think. It was just there for show. Basically, I had a Kha'Zix 3 with items on it that did all the heavy lifting. But, man, when she crit, she did, like, 200 damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, that's yeah, crazy. Baby. 200, 200 damage. <laughs> and so that was the oh, highlight man. of my, not just my week, the highlight of my, my year, honestly. Uh, how have you been, Jose? As you, I, I just caught you, caught you drinking water. My bad. Before, before I say what happened, I actually thought Dominami was like some kind of visual expansion or some shit. Yeah, I same. didn't know it was like a TFT comp or something. Like, wait a second. Leona, I was like, like, Leona? Since like what? Uh... Huh? So, you think I? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, my week was really chill. Uh, I spent my birthday uh, last Saturday, which was nice. Got this, got this new hoodie. So you know. Happy late birthday. Uh, also for the for the audio people, the video people can see this, but Jose and I accidentally kind of matched because we both have pink hoodies yeah. with like the checkered thing going on. So we got that connection. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, week was super chill. Played a bunch of PBE. Um, don't want to burn myself too up like too much like before the start of the set, but uh, PBE's been pretty hyphy. So um, can't wait for it to hit live. I guess. Hell but, yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! Super agree. And how have you been, Keith? Uh, been chill. It's not my birthday, so... No. I guess. <laughs> uh, we just did the podcast um, on the OCE side, like, a couple of days ago. That was fun. First time. New podcast. And then mm -hmm. we're doing it again, right now. So, <laughs> but it's 5 a.m. Uh, I have coffee here, so... 5 a.m.'s not that bad. I know y'all. It's not. Y'all are DJs. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, they, if, if they we told wait, us before we went live. woke up a bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they told us before they, we went live that they've been up playing League. They haven't gone to bed. They just, yeah. They've been up playing League of Five. Played Flex, played Aram, stayed yeah. woke. Shh, you know how it is. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> so, you two have obviously... Uh, you're quite the dynamic duo. You've had a lot of what were the you, you just top one like two big duos tourneys on like the OC side of things, right? If you want to talk about that one, a little bit for a one second. One OC, one EU. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. One hell yeah, <laughs> and two. So that's kind of you know you guys have a, a reputation of being this very strong duos team, uh, and I guess the you know we just start off with a. Kind of kiss a homie genre of question, but why do you guys work so well together? What, what makes it click? Uh, you can go first, Keith. 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> Honestly, valid. It's trade secret. You know, works. you know, you know, you know when it clicks. You don't have like. Yeah, you just say it a, clicks. You know, you don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. There's a spark, and you've just been running. I think Esha said that we were Mario and Luigi of uh, duels, that kind yeah. of thing. You know. <laughs> oh, you can't take that. Dax and I have the Mario and Luigi branding for Stimmy, bro. <laughs> You guys are like the green toad and the yellow toad, or the, the blue toad and the yellow toad. You can take something like better, better than Mario and Luigi. I'm yeah, thinking we'll find like something for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on a more serious note, I think that stylistically we've always played the game fairly different. I'm like a reroll, either bot four or top one. Dejan type of player. Keith is the most consistent player I know, so we just kind of balance each other out in terms of like playstyle. Um, so, yeah, yeah, and I think that's like really important for duos because like, you know, you want to have like contrasting playstyles. You don't want to clash in items. You don't want to like, uh, you know, play for the same thing. But at the same time, like, uh, I guess individually we're both really strong, but like, it also shows in like how we play is like completely different. At least that's what I think. So yeah. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a lot of team synergy. I know when I was teaming the GVA, you know, we'd like every now and then we'd like get, because um, we teamed in a couple of tournaments together. We we get to like like you know middle stage and you're like we realize we were playing the same comp. We're like oh shit, like you pivot, no you pivot. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that synergy that like you know acknowledging each other's play styles and playing around it is definitely super super important. Um, interesting that yeah, Jose is very analytical about it, and and Keith is just like fuck yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I, I have, a, I have like, a like we learn from each other like for, like everything, so we can like swap playstyles. I think that's like yeah, I think that's, that's, that's like, really okay with us. Yeah, yeah. and we can sure. help each other, you know, because that's like uh, I'm consistent at this. Jose is really consistent at that. So if we're on comms, it's like really easy to help each other out. So, like you know? yeah, exactly. Someone in uh, in chat said Sonic and Tails. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Tails? Tails. Oh, the, I don't uh, even know who yeah, Tails okay. is. What the okay, fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know Sonic, bro. Like, cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. My experience with Sonic amounts to playing um playing Sonic Forces and losing like like losing a bet while playing Sonic Forces in college. It was like a joke to play it. Uh, it was like a really bad Switch game that came out, and it came with a set of stickers for your Switch controllers, and to this day, I still have those. I can show you. You can see that Sonic Force is on my Switch controller right here. Because um, I lost a bet that <laughs> resulted in me putting Sonic Force stickers all over my, my Switch gear. So, um, I don't show my Switch to other people. <laughs> yeah, that game was not good. Uh, that, I'm not a yeah. Sonic Forces fan. He's trying to hide it's it. Like, like, <laughs> Like, just trying to find other big fans that would like trying to get super low key about it. I think the only Sonic game I played was Sonic Sonic Run Two on PS Two or something. That was lit. I was playing it with my my cousins when I was a kid. And or like Sonic stuff. Adventures Two, I think. It... No, no, no. It was like a racing game. Oh, oh, I see. Is it Run? I, I think it's Run. There's a Sonic racing game, I think. Yeah, but yeah. That one was like. like yeah. Isn't it, isn't it kind of weird for there to be a Sonic well, racing Sonic, game and like Sonic the whole Dash? game is, is it Sonic Dash? <laughs> oh. oh, Sonic All-Stars Racing. That's like the Mario Kart 
ripoff. Yeah, yeah, it was Sonic like a, it's like a Mario, yeah. Okay, this is super off topic. What, what game did have a sick Mario Kart ripoff was that uh, was Crash, Team Crash Racing, Crash Bandicoot. That shit was insanely good. I have that shit was so good. Games. Just for the record, I haven't played any of this shit, so I'm just Me like, neither. I'm just like, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, 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 we show up. In, we show up in this hoodie. We're both Pokemon kids. We both have no idea what the rest of Call is talking about. Yeah, crash. Uh, like, I didn't even I think Abby's and I played Pokemon. Like, I played Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. We, everybody okay. played Pokemon. Play Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Everyone gets. I mean, uh, we just we just didn't play other stuff. Who isn't a Pokemon? No, kid. We just we just didn't play the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but who was a Digimon kid? I didn't play any Digimon, so I get so confused when people pop off about Digimon. I like the I, I like the, the anime. The anime mm-hmm. was the anime is, is definitely better than the Pokemon anime, yeah. at least back in the day. Mm. I, I heard one, it was like kind of dark. Yeah. You know what there is? I saw a um speaking of, of Digimon, there is some game coming out called Digimon Survive, and it's literally like you know like in Fire Emblem, like if something dies, like it dies for good. That's like that but with Digimon. So like the characters in like the Digimon and stuff can just fucking die. <laughs> It's like uh, a like a visual like a horror visual novel like post apocalypse. I, I I'm I shit you not. This is a real game. Look up Digimon Survive. I had my mind blown. But uh, seriously, look it up right now. Uh, you need to know what I'm talking about. This is to, I know there's like an auto chess for it. There's a there's an auto chess like Digimon auto chess. Wait, I is think. there? Really? Uh, there was. I think some people got like asked to like beta test it or something. Oh snap! That's Digimon Rumble. Rumble. Rumble yeah, yeah. Interesting. I have <laughs> no a, interest in this whatsoever. <laughs> I'd be down. It turns out that it's Digimon Uncle, too. you know? We all switched to Digimon. Yeah. What is like a Digimon trainer called? Tamer. It's like, 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 yeah, Tamer. There's Tamer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, or yeah, you I could guess be called a Destined because, you know, that's what they're called when, you know, they're the chosen ones. Yeah. Oh my god, the best name for like a, a Digimon. Okay, when Digimon Autos comes out, we need to all get back together again, make a podcast, and it's called Digi Destined to Go Eighth. That's the name <laughs> of the podcast. Nice. <laughs> I'm down. They need a Pokemon oh, Auto Battle at some point. I haven't they really ever, do. That's what. Makes I- it- yeah, I've been it, saying, it, you know, if a Pokemon auto battle yeah. comes out, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Actually. It's gonna it's break yeah. everything, bro. Biggest game. <laughs> anyway, PFP. Anyway, on topic, want check. Uh, so a question from I think this came from Kana. This question, uh, who is you know kind of like the the mom of tft she has a check mark and there's no a sword in like every tft chat an absolute amazing person um she has been kind of shadow writing our questions lately from twitter basically she's like uh, she asked the best questions and we can't help but not use them uh oh, so seen the uh, yeah <laughs> the, the question from kano well, the first one was i know you guys play on different region servers um which is your favorite and why and it can be pretty quick if you want Either oh, way, yeah. Start... yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. For me, it's definitely yeah. um, yeah. For for like uh, just for the quality of games, it's NA. I think for like community, it was it's definitely LC. 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The OC community is actually just unrivaled with how awesome it is. <laughs> like, I, I wish I could. I had more motivation to go on OC vacations, but I just can't stand playing on 230 ping at all. Um, but OC, the OC vacation from set four was so much fun. And wish I could do that again. Just actually go to OC. Like, like fly yes. out and play DFT on the NA server for most. Yeah, we okay, were gonna, if, we were gonna go. If I moved to Australia and got like 10 ping on the OCE server, I wouldn't even be mad about like moving out there. Also, it gets I'm just me out scared of the big ass spiders. Also, it gets me out of America. So, thank Not you. A bad trade off. That's so. <laughs> what I'm I I'm hearing there is absolutely no downside here. Okay, I will I will be over <laughs> to OCE. <laughs> <laughs> And he, did yeah, you feel the same about that kind of thing? With yeah, the, the OC much. and everything? The OC community is, like, so, like, I, I made so many friends there, like, I talk to them pretty much every day, make new friends every other week, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna be playing that much, but we're still gonna talk to them, like, a lot, so. Yeah, for still sure. Still really close with them. Yeah. For sure, at this point, we've, we're just going to fully migrate to NA. Yeah, we're like, just like jumping around. Be like, okay, it's time. Maybe one time we go to EU, maybe Korea. Cheerfully, you know. You know y'all yeah, have the same ping. What's the difference in ping between, for y'all between OCE and NA? Actual question. Uh, it's like 200, 200 flat for me in NA, 100 to 150 on OCE. So no, pretty much no difference. Okay. For me, at least, like it, I've, it's like I've fully adjusted to just playing like one one fifty two hundred ping, regardless of like server. So, you know, even playing in league is like I'm inputting like my Ezreal cues, and I'm just like already like, thinking like like a second, like, <laughs> uh, like you know, it's, it's weird. End up just yeah. being like the new faker if you play on ten ping. <laughs> you just you just see into the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I also yeah. honestly also I totally agree that like at least for the latter, like NA as a region isn't like super dominant or anything at all. But I feel like in general, also just like everyone comes to NA, like all the all the best players from like every region just end up playing on NA. So the NA ladder ends up being super competitive, and it's real. It's really good for like. It's good for getting recognition because also if you hit rank one on NA, doesn't matter what region you're from, you're doing something right. So yeah, that, sure. that that gets a lot of that gets a lot of attention. And even if you're not hitting rank one, like the comp like the competition on NA ladder, it does help you get a lot better. So yeah, like it's also a lot of playstyle, different playstyles from every different region. Yes, so, yeah. it is. It is very diverse. Like I can yeah. I can. I you can, can play. Tell, like, this is a Korean player. This is a mm -hmm. Japanese player. Yeah. I can play back to back games. Have one lobby be like half Latin American, and like the yeah, other half the... is European, and then the next lobby is like a mix of NA China and Korea, and it's just two completely different games, and it's wild. It's fun. It's, uh, it's fun. International server at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's yeah. What it's more, yeah, more recognized <laughs> for. For sure, for sure, uh, and it's like that all the way through the ladder. I'm mean, like, you know. Um, Kevin, I, like you know, being you know very consistently ranked one in the set and like playing in those lobbies and stuff, it's like the same deal, right? It's just like a whole mixing pot of like different regions and personalities and stuff. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of 
weirdos out there on lag yeah. just doing whatever they want. Um, Sounds all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the thing, like I don't know. Honestly, when did it start? Probably set five, right? Like there are a lot of Korean players coming over. Even before that, like maybe we're lucky because the online tournaments have been held on NA servers. Mm -hmm. So perhaps that's partially the reason why, like, you know, if you want to get used to playing on NA servers, you got to play with NA ping. Um, but <laughs> true, you know, you know, we we have the we have the VXs, you know, the Chinese win trade accounts or slash boosting services. Awesome. Uh, you know. They used to be win traders, and then I think a few too many were of them got actually? paid. There was some kind of win trading going on on the NA server. Yeah, there was, there was. I don't, I don't know. Even in OC, at one point, I think like 3.5 yeah. or something. Yeah, at this point, I think they're just account selling. I'm really not sure. <laughs> I was going to say, there's that big win trading thing, right? There are all those Kerms golf accounts that would just win trade them every game. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> That's crazy. It's actually oh, yeah, I know. They're very blatant about it, too. I don't know. No one would ever do that. Okay, I know. I know. Okay, they did not actually win trade Kurum. <laughs> they did not win trade Kurum. As far as you know. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> very true. I, all I know is that I get one of those lobbies and I'd win trade Kurum. I'd be like the, <laughs> the pseudo golf equipment. Not really, but. You always have that, that pipe dream of being like the, the golf woman that wasn't actually golf equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can move on to the next question here. Uh, again, provided us by, by Kana. Um, so, you know, it, it has historically been, uh, I, I don't know what it's looking like for this set. I haven't been too, super up to date with it, but uh, generally SEA can't, has it not been able to historically qualify for Worlds, and obviously that must be something very frustrating, and I guess what is the way to stay motivated, uh, and, and just like, like with that in mind, and just in general, when, um, you know, there's not a clear way necessarily to you know, hit the, uh, the world scene and stuff like that. And either of you can start. Take your time, yeah, take your time. Like, it's yeah, a tough question. Pretty much, pretty much it's like, right now, we just still love the game, I think. So, we just play it, and then, who, like, for me, it's like, maybe I can, like, make it big, that kind of thing. Maybe something happens, you know. I'm not doing anything right now, so, you know, might as well try something. See how it goes. Yeah. So far, it's been sure. going pretty, pretty well. Hell yeah! <laughs> Even that's, like the, that's like the that's like the short answer, you know. Like, I don't like. I don't know. I pretty much like gave up at this point, you know. So I'm just enjoying myself. I do feel like that's a huge thing, though, for just T for TFT players in general. A lot of us, even over in NA, um, where like we have we have the path to worlds and we have this whole like competitive thing going on. But, like, a lot of us have been pretty dis like disillusioned at different points. Just because it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Or, like, formats are garbage. Like, prize pools are non-existent. Um, and even even next set, um, the prize pools are, like, fine. They're not... But they're not, like, insane. Which, um, if for anyone who hasn't seen, Giant Slayer announced 
the uh, qualification format and like all the tournaments for set six. Um, and that that whole path to regionals and qualifying to regionals and all that. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about it next week because we don't want to we don't want to spend a ton of time like talking that while we have us while we have the SEA guests on this week. So we'll touch on that more next week. But for most of us, like even when we're trying to be competitive players, the the love of the game really has to be there, I feel like, or else you get burnt out so easily. And for me personally, that's actually helped out a lot, um, especially embracing having TFT as a side thing during grad school. Like, I want to keep this going because it's fun, like just straight up. So try, trying to have fun with things and when in the like, how is our week going? And me saying I'm still having fun with set 5.5 and everyone else is like, what? How, how do you have fun with set 5.5? It's like, well, I just like playing the game. I don't know. Yeah, whatever you enjoy. Yeah. yeah and exactly. and and my ro my roadmap for um, how I want to approach set six is I didn't want to spend too much time on PBE anyway. So I knew that at least the first week of set six PB, I was still going to be on set 5.5. So and I didn't want to just like not spend any time playing TFT because I still love the game. So I was like, hey, we're just going to keep playing 5.5. And I still love playing 5.5 like I had so much fun and I was especially towards the end of the set, I was really trying to stream more. And it's mostly just on it's mostly just on weekends now. But the weekend streams are so much fun because I kind of just let go now and just have fun and don't worry too much about rank or like competitive stuff as in my mind i'm like i have grad school i'm not spending all my time trying to be the literal best player possible and that that also helps me let go a little bit mentally like knowing my time commitment to this isn't necessarily conducive to being hyper competitive so that lets me kind of just have a little bit more fun and at the same time, like when I'm having fun, like I, I was climbing a bunch towards the end of the set just playing on weekends. So it kind of loops back around into the letting letting go a little bit, having your motivation just be fun and it still improves your performance. So, yeah. Yeah, I think another thing is that uh, not like having a spot right now is like uh, we can take breaks whenever we want. So. We don't get burnt out as fast, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. We don't have to focus on like um, snapshots and that kind of stuff. So we're just chilling. Mm -hmm. And Jose, do you feel mm -hmm. kind of similar motivation-wise? Yeah, I, I enjoy the game to its core, uh, like since it came out. Like for me, like growing up, I was I wasn't really good or like I was decent at like a lot of things, but never things that like I invested myself. There's always someone telling me like, oh, you should try this out or you should try this out, like, and I think TFT was the first thing I was like, oh, um, it was something I picked up myself and, like, watched YouTube videos and all that thing, so it's, and, like, to try to, like, learn the game and, like, pick it up, and it was just something I genuinely enjoyed playing, and none of my friends understood because no one else played it at the time, it was just, like, me, so when I found this community that, like, um, also enjoyed this, it, like, helped me stay motivated because, like, we could, like, share strats and like get in call and like like backseat one another even though it's not really backseating it's just like you know that type of thing but um um what else i'm one of those people that if i don't play like even if i miss one day of playing tft it's like i completely forget how to play the game 
Like I will, if I skip one day, I will go eight, eight, seven, eight, six, like for a bunch of games, like the next game. So it just helps that I enjoy it a lot because otherwise, like I would break out of that habit of like actually playing every single day and then bot boring every time I miss a day when it comes to like, you know, not playing, I guess. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, Kevin, well, how do you stay motivated? Uh, I mean, it's mostly, <laughs> I like, play, it's just, yeah, it's just having fun playing the game, you know, like, I think I've never been burnt out of the game until, like, set five was the only time where I really made an active decision to try to not play the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah. outside of Vain that, veg. like, yeah, main veg, brand reroll, set reroll, <laughs> verticals, <blog>, verticals. <laughs> but like you know the the thing is like as long as the game is not to the point where like i'm forced to do the same thing over and over every game it's just like you know it's it's great you know even even if the set isn't like you know the most exciting you can like make it exciting you know you can like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can play Dommy Mommy. You can like, um, you yeah, can play a comp you've never played before. You know, you can lose to the comps you've sure. never seen before, and that's like the great part. Like, as long as there's like diversity and like, and in the way that you can play, uh, you know, I think I'm, I I've never really lost motivation to keep on playing. And it's not the motivation for me, at least, that hasn't. Uh, for the most part doesn't really come from like wanting to be better because i didn't you know when i was you know coming up as a player i didn't really care about being number one that much uh i just wanted to like play the game and like figure out as much about the game as possible and that's like you know if if you're sort of setting these expectations for yourself and you you know you can't make it then sometimes you know it's it's rough, right? Like, you'd be like, oh my goodness, I can't hit X rank, I can't hit, you know, I can't win tournaments or something like that, then, like, you know, eventually it gets to you mentally. Um, but if you, like, just focus on the game and just focus on, like, how fun it can be, like, you know, try different things, try to learn different things, and then I think it helps a lot because, like, you know, I think the reason why I got burnt out in set five was because, you know, every single patch you play the same way, basically. Uh, and for me, that was like, ah, I don't I want to do this. But like, you know, every single other TFT set that I played in, you know, there's always been like that nice variety, the nice sort of spice where, uh, you know, I've always had sort of a motivation to keep on going, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think the the having fun thing is core. Like me personally, I uh, like I think this goes for just about everyone. Like you want to play, we want to play the games as we do. Because like people will come and chat and they'll be like, "How do you play the game for like eight hours a day?" Right? Like I play two games and I'm done. And I'm like, I just fucking love TFT, man. Like I I just have fun playing the game. I don't know. Um, and I think it's easy to get burnt out even if you do like the game a lot if you're playing it, you know, a ton and a ton. Um, and it, it you know, there are people who can play through that um you know there are people in this call and can play through that like uh personally like i i've been a person who likes 
entertaining a lot and who likes competing a lot but not necessarily at the same time so like i'll, I'll go through a phase where like i'm like i just I, I need to go tournament 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 right now i need to you know kick some master players face in on ladder <laughs> not really but you know what i mean <laughs> no, that's not as bad not really <laughs> no no flame no flame <laughs> to quote gba no flame um or just you know like you want to play in a tournament really badly you want to like prove you're the best kind of battle like really badly that kind of feeling you know every like half of half of the set for me generally is like that kind of feeling the other half is like i just want to make content i want to make people laugh i want to like educate people it's like stuff like that right so that's how i personally deal with like getting burnt out is that when i get burnt out on one of them the other one's like generally right there rearing it's it's like you know that that Yu-Gi-Oh card with like the it's like thunder dragon i think there's like two heads on it and then if you you can like okay this i'm going in the rabbit hole here but you can like discard it from your hand i think and just to like get another one from your deck that's basically what happens i have these two thunder dragons in my hand and i just discard the competitive one i get the the entertainment one and then like discard that one and another one pops right back up so um you just got to find out a system that works for you if you i mean if you like tft a lot and you feel like you're getting burnt out you can take a break from the game or you can just try to look at the game a different way or like approach it from a different angle and it can definitely reset your your mindset a bit i feel like that kind of like two-headed thing like i feel that so much and that's part of i think that's been helping me so far get through like grad school like having and it's it's slightly different because it's two completely different fields and it's not like two like two aspects within the game but having having trombone and tft where i'm super like i'm super motivated in both and but at different times like one just kind of takes a priority mentally like getting move, moving the philly and getting into everything like trombone took a ton of priority at first because um i needed to get my face back in shape i needed to get back into being a musician but then once that kind of settled down i was like okay i've been going 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 practicing a ton i need to chill a little bit on the music stuff and now i have tft still here and now i can like gr like focus more on grinding tft for a bit so for me it's the going back and forth between um two two separate fields entirely but it does help me it it's the same level of motivation pretty much the entire way but the motivation being directed towards two different areas helps a lot and so i never really i'll get i'll get tired at some point probably of like okay i've been just i've been just working all the time even if it's two different things and i'm gonna just need a break like mental reset completely but for now like going going back and forth having two different things to focus on at any one time and prioritizing as i need to has helped a lot and made life a lot more enjoy enjoyable like pushing to more or less be the best in these two fields yeah i think like when your break from something can be the other thing it makes like leads to a lot of productivity i think um which you know it can be two different like, it can be two different things altogether like you know like tft and and music or it can be two different aspects of tft or like two different ways of like, approaching like this is i guess you know too deep but like you know it can just that's a good way to approach life in general is just make it so that like you can take a break from one thing and still have it be like productive towards another thing but <laughs> i feel i feel like, like for me for me it's almost like also when i come back to one thing it's like okay now i'm super motivated and then like i i just go and especially in tft like i'm the opposite of jose like if i take time off i can get right back into things like it doesn't 
Like, I'm not going to just bot for a whole day if I day, take Grace one day like, off. turns off, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it actually, I have no explanation. It's, it's fucked. It'd be like that. Like, some, sometimes just that, that's just how your brain is. That just is like that. Yeah. But early, I think, like, the last... It was, like, the last week of September, like, the first couple weeks of October was when I was getting back into TFT after I took, like, a whole patch off, more or less. I would played, like, one game for two weeks got back into it and climbed like 200 LP in my first two days back. And like I posted on Twitter, I'm like, Jesus, like I just took this break and now like, and I'm, I came back and I'm already like popping off. And I think Kana said on Twitter, like, yeah, just, it goes to show like you're just good at this. And sometimes you just need, you need the break. And sometimes that like the break. And for me, the break is focus, just focusing all that energy somewhere else. But then you take the break and you come back and it's still all there. Like you haven't lost anything. You're still that good at what you're doing. So. I don't know why I had the overwhelming urge to say pants grab to cap. I, I don't know why. <laughs> That I, was, was like, I was deep into my motivation for stuff. I went. <laughs> I had this whole story. I and pants the only response is pants. I don't know. Like, it was like a like a, I was thinking like a period, oh, yeah. and then they just capped the sentence kind of deal. I don't know. <laughs> such a beautiful sentiment, and I just wanted to say pants grab. Uh, <laughs> Heaven's yeah. rubbing off on me. I don't I know. <laughs> Uh, okay well we can get a little we can get a little less deep now uh less deep as far as like life goes and more deep into set six down the rabbit hole i think i said rabbit hole like three times today and i i have no idea why but we're gonna keep rolling with it um so set six have you two played a bunch of it yet you said you have right uh we didn't play um... we didn't hot grind for it like we don't want to get mm. burned out too quick. Gotcha. We played a fair bit. Like the, we just tried yeah, different things like every the, game. Yeah. Like the PB tourney and the, just tried in a different comp like every single game. Yeah. With like all the different outlets and shit. So. Hell yeah. How was the um, PB? How did you feel about the PBE tourney, Jose? Because we, we had an eco on last week and he talked about his thoughts, but I want to hear yours, Loki. Not going to lie, I really thought I could have played a lot better because the last game I went eighth. Um, and then immediately, like after like Keith and I VOD reviewed that shit, and it became really apparent. Like I felt like I could have, because I was like the only Southeast Asian rep, right? I felt like if I put on like a really good performance, like if I like made it to the final day, or if I um, managed to like place really highly, then it would have been like a step up for our region at least, or like at least it would give me like more validation. Like you know, I can definitely like do well in set six because um, yeah, first tourney it would have it would have looked good, it would have been good, but. Uh, there's a lot of like broken shit that I wasn't too familiar with. Um, even though I got the rundown from like Keith of like what to play. Um, but overall, like uh I watched the final day as well. Like it showed like there was a lot of like stuff that got instantly nerfed right after, which I wasn't really sure was deserved. And um but yeah, PB attorney is like they're always it's always gonna be like everything's broken, I feel like. So oh, yeah. and that's what it looked that's what it looked like during like every game that happened. And if you had like if you got like a step above everybody else, you'd just be able to abuse that better than um, you know, those that haven't played PBE, I guess. 
Oh, that that reminds me. Actually, I'm I'm cycling back to all the motivation stuff because, well, I have a lot of thoughts on all this, all the like mental stuff of this game. But what you're talking about of like you you felt like you could have played better, and you're like, I want I'm only rep for SEA, and I kind of need to perform here. That kind of speaks to like how how your mentality of what you're aiming for is almost counter. Yeah. Sometimes it can be counterintuitive to what. Um, how you're actually performing, and I totally have felt the same way. Like every tournament I come into with expectations, I feel like I bomb. Like going into mid set finale in set five, I feel like I was coming in like I need to, I kind need to do really well. Like I need to establish myself as more like cons- a more consistent tourney player, and then I didn't make day two. Like didn't even make it out of day one, and and even within the within the course of a tourney. That can happen, and that happened to me in set four regionals, actually, because I came into that tourney no expectations whatsoever, because it was my first tourney with like about all these pros, and came in no expectations. I'm just gonna play, make day two. Oh, okay, we're here. No expectations. Let's, let's see what happens. Make day three. Okay, we're in this now, and then it got down the games. The last game of that day. And I was, I needed, I think I needed to top four to move on to day four. And I was there like, I, this is in reach. I'm so close. I can do this. I think I can do this. And then I got ninth by one point and didn't make finals because I was just in my head at that point of like, this is the specific result I'm aiming for. And like, and I found that too on ladder when I'm aiming for something specific that that does not happen ever. I'm pushing for rank one. I'm not hitting rank one. I'm when I was trying to get past my rank four barrier. Um, I, I had a, I had a day I was getting really frustrated because I was rank four and then just was taking bot fours. And I was like, I hate this because I was trying to specifically push for rank three. But then once I let that go and was just having fun, I was I was just doing well again, and it sucks that 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 the motivation is counterintuitive, but just being being able to let go like that and just just yeah. have fun, not have expectations for yourself, not being not aiming for a specific placement or anything can really help performance. I think I think that's exactly what happened. I looked at like the, the points and was like, OK, I need a fifth. Uh, I need a fifth to like probably uh, secure making it to the last to, to the next day. And I was like, okay, fifth, I'll just, I'll just play for fifth or like play, you know, I, and then it just kind of all fell apart in that final game. And I was like, oh, and then it hit me. Like, I kind of did have better expectations for myself, even though I know I'm not like, I'm probably like, uh, when it comes to the beginning of the set, I'm definitely a really slow climber. Like I take my sweet time when it comes to like actually climbing, like you'll see like Keith and like a bunch of other people hit like one K LP in the first set. I'm just there chilling at masters. Like, you know, this. So, you know, it's okay i'll um, catch up i'll catch up eventually yeah, catch up like, yeah, like, like 700 you know, lp a day bro i'll catch up just, like yeah. when it finally clicks but yeah everyone just watching yeah. jose and masters just like people shake when's he gonna yeah, when's he gonna pop off <laughs> but yeah but, um yeah that definitely happened and didn't really realize that until now that having that expectation in the back of my mind might have been the reason that like actually like prevented me from playing the way I could have just played, which is like freely and like, you know, that type of thing. And which like also fun. in tournaments, it kind of sucks because then like if you in the, in a series like that, when 
when you're playing from ahead in points, it's so easy. Because, like, you, yeah, get, you get a sure. bit of a lead and you're just like, I'm just playing. I'm not playing for something specific anymore. And at that point, you just do better. And that's, um, I've, and I've, I've talked to Pi about this where, and we, we have very much talked about, like, how going first in the first game of a series does so much. Just, just that one game, your placement in that one game can affect whether you advance or not. Because you take an eight, you take an eighth in game one. Okay, you're already behind, and you're like, I have to play catch up. I have to aim for like these placements now. You get first in game one. You're just like, I'm chilling. I'm just playing now. I'm not playing for any spe- anything specific. I'm just playing to maintain a lead. Which I mean, that's also applicable to TFT. I guess just a, a TFT yeah. game, yeah. like playing playing from ahead. You're just like, I'm just gonna do my yeah, thing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just like doing yeah. your thing on the side, chilling. You know, exactly. And if you're loose streaking, there's always going to be in your mind, well, like, I cannot hit and just eat an eighth here. So, exactly. Yeah. There's this, like, consistent layer of mental stress, especially in tournaments that, like, if uh, there are some players who just, like, have either played enough tournaments to, like, you know, be able to manage it very well, or I feel like, like, Kevin's one of those players that, like, he just, like, <laughs> like there's a little stress, but, like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he just plays his game. Um,. But that's like you know it's something that's that's one of the biggest barriers I feel like for like hitting those goals and also just doing well in tournament is this big thing of like, dude, what if I just go eighth? What if I just go fucking eighth here? Like I'm I'm out. I'm it's over. And like you can't stop. It's like when you like so you're riding a bike and there's like a pebble on the side of the road. You're like, okay, there's like ten feet of road here. I just need to not hit this six inch pebble. And you stare at it and you stare at it and you stare at it and you hit the fuck out of that six inch pebble. And you go, oh my god, how did I hit that pebble? This road is ten feet long. When the whole time you were staring at the fucking pebble, so no, no, no shit! You hit the pebble. This, they this, were actually, I speak from experience. They were talking about the, I had caught a bit of fight night about a bit of fight night last night. They were literally talking about this on cast because what happened going into game four, the last game, like I think Jive and Thrive was in first, and then went eighth. Because he was like, I need, I need, oh, I need like, to do is not get eighth. You're so focused on not getting eighth that you that you eat the eighth, and then whoever was an eighth at the time top two that game because they were just like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, it it's a whole thing about like yeah. what when you're playing for something specifically, and then it, it becomes harder to play for. There's definitely there's some type of psychology thing for all this. Like I'm literally I'm talking about something psychology related without knowing any terms for it or any psychology background, but it's it's super fascinating to think about still. Yeah, I uh this is something I thought about a lot because I think it's one of the biggest things I have to like shore up going into set six, uh, like hitting the tournament scene again. And you know, I, I realize that like at least when I'm in tournament, I'm sure this goes for a lot of people. Like I look at that pebble like no one else. I stare at that bitch and I do not look away. And that's just, like it's just not a healthy way to play, like on ladder or in in tournament, because it's just gonna it's gonna make you play not only like like it'll make you play worse, but a lot of that is it makes you play very self consciously. I feel like, and the second you start playing self consciously, you start making decisions based on like. Um, you just like start playing out of your comfort zone. It's gonna make a very make for a very poor showing. Whether it's, again, whether it's ladder, uh, tournament, TFT, bike riding, life, anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not that you shouldn't have goals, but uh, you know, just it, it, there has to be the separation. I feel like almost like like a like a filter kind of deal where 
and it takes a lot of practice, uh, a lot of yeah. discipline to to get there. But having your goals sure. you want to hit and being being able to play in a way that you can aim you can aim for them and actively hit them, but not like actively thinking about it and or even saying like this is the exact timing I need for this exact goal and yada yada yada. Just kind of like having your goal like, but yeah, letting it yeah, letting yeah. it happen organically. And I'm also feeling yeah. this with trying to hit um being able to apply for Twitch partner. Um, and this is something I've had to tell myself watching the like the average viewer number kind of like fluctuate. I think it was it was at 73 at one point. Like it's so close. And then like a day passes, a stream cycles out and it's back down to 63. And I'm just like, OK, you know what? I'm close, but I'm not. And my goal was to be able to hit that number and apply for Twitch partner by the end of this month. But that's not going to happen. And that's fine. Like, whatever. I'm. I do want to get hit Twitch partner at some point, but it'll happen when it happens. It's whatever. Yeah, I think uh, anyone who watches my stream or I guess talks here or anything knows I'm I'm generally a pretty positive person. I'm like kind of I'm much much more on the optimistic side than not. And I think uh, a lot of it is when you set a goal, it's it's focusing on the best case scenario and focusing on like doing your best rather than focusing on like you know if you're if you need to knock a wave, don't like, if you're uh, let's say you're in first in a tournament, right? You need to knock a weight to to do to, to qualify or whatever. Um, it's always not focusing on like I need to knock a weight, I need to knock a weight. It's just like I want to do better. I want to like push myself. I want to get first. Like you know, you, you gotta. It's like never focusing on on what's behind you, focusing on what's ahead of you, focusing on the positives and like like you know, it's just not not zoning in on that. Um, I if I go eighth, I'm out. Rather, it's like if I go first to seventh i'm in right like that's that's the healthier thing to focus on and like focusing on that will really i think help that like mindset separation pan out for again this is tft this is also just life or bike riding if you're like me and you've hit a big fucking pebble too many times um <laughs> so, oh yeah oh yeah you guys still focusing on the pebble again bro i, I, I don't pebbles, pebbles, have a grudge against little six in, okay six inches is kind of big for a pebble i like, like these little like two inch idiots that just constantly go under my tire i don't know it's just it's awful um or like six, the six, hole in six the inches is still pretty small is it are we talking about rocks? <laughs> no comment. Anyway. Six inch is like half a foot. That's half a foot. Yeah, but I, I will say like my mind, my mind has been deep into the gutter for the past week and a half. Oh my! Oh like, my boy! Down there. This is supposed to be a family friendly podcast. I don't think we're talking about the pebble anymore. Oh man. We're talking about pebble. slightly larger rocks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that one. I like that one, Kevin. <laughs> Good. Yeah, like going from pebbles to like. Big, big pebbles. Big pebbles. Big rocks. <laughs> quite a rock. What's in between a pebble and a rock? Is it like a, like a proc, like like brunch, like a a, 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 a rubble, a rubble, <laughs> a rebel? Uh, a stone? <laughs> Wait, maybe not a stone. I think I don't it's not a stone. It's I think stones maybe. are big. No, stones are, are big. I feel like stones you know, can be like, like stone, like, then it's boulder. You know. I feel like you stones know? like implies a level of like smoothness, like like yeah. like shapeliness. Where like rock, I just think of some gravel. Wait, no, gravel. Uh, gravel's smaller. 
Yeah, that was small. Like, I was looking like a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can we make a word for like what's in between a pebble and a rock? I'm going to go with you. Can, I like what you came up with. Yeah, proc. I'm like, sure. Proc. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to patent that. And now we're going to be hosted by like the, the I'll just say the American Proc Society, but the, the worldwide Geologists. Proc Society. <laughs> For the audio, for Spotify, by the way, um, I, the, the Twitch stream can see it and YouTube later can see it, but I have done the soju and I am, uh, I have sunk very deep into my stream. <laughs> this is a very important <laughs> conversation. For yes. <laughs> very pertinent to TFT, I will say. Yeah. Uh -huh. Very, very Discuss pertinent. Discussion of the girth of rocks and okay, now, the corresponding rock terminology. That's a rock. He's like a rock, actually. He's not a rock. He's a rock. So what's he's the girth rock. of Malphite? Yeah, it's a Malphite. He's a boulder. What, what quantity is a boulder? It's bigger than a rock. He's a okay, maybe. Though. And it sets six. Wait, is he? Is he? Is, oh is yeah, he, he is. Really big. He's uh, as big as a mountain, but they shrink him because it summons rift. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a whole thing in league lore. Yeah. Anyway, that set it? six. <laughs> yeah, I just think that must be jarring if you're Malphite, man. Yeah. Oh, Catch me off the rift, bitch. <laughs> wait, is, Mal is Malphite in set? Malph is Malphite in set six? I have not paid attention. No, he's not. He's not. Okay, I was okay. No. Uh, okay, so uh, what I want to talk about originally with set six was uh, there has been some comps, some tier lists trickling in. Uh, we've seen the the day. I think day six socks scrambling are the. Um, like high profile players who have released these tier lists, and there's also been something that they worked on together, which is optimized yordles. And what do we think about optimized yordles? And I want to keep saying that one more time: optimized yordles. Yeah, I tried the entire it's thing: good. the six three on bench and like the fucking comp itself. It's and got the next day, and I was like, wait a second, it's kind of, that's kind of sad. This is why I'm not nerfed, playing PBE. Like everything's gonna get nerfed, everything's gonna get changed. Like I'm yeah, it already did get nerfed. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna yeah, need I to touch it at some point. Like I'm playing this good. I'm playing this weekend just to get used to the units and stuff. But this is why I very specifically did not want to spend a lot of time on PBE because there's gonna get so much is gonna get changed. I mean, this is the reason why I have always said that tier lists are like the most useless thing that you can do in TFT. <laughs> like it literally it accomplishes nothing. People can change oh, the patch. You could have spent all that time you spent fucking making these arbitrary comparisons of champions and actually learning how to play the game instead. You know, that was like a list of accomplice, I would say. If we're, we're scratching um, the tier list idea. We're we were about to make yeah, one. We're not going to do this. Like, <laughs> just do a comp. Just do a comp no, no, no. list. Like, no, seriously. We, we were, we were going to make no, I mean, one yeah, we were, right we before do a tier um, set six yeah. went live. So, like, yeah, we weren't going to do it. I, um, not, this, not this early. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm super opinionated on tier list, though. Like, yeah. Every time yeah. I agree. What's your tier list? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you because I don't have one. And I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I should have played comp list rather than tier list. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've looked at the other ones other than Ramblins, but I know Ramblins was more of a comp list. Yeah, um, I don't think his is even. A, he doesn't have anything. Like no, that. no, it's not a tier. I don't think it's tiers. Yeah, I, it I think you do something like you know. These are the comps that I think are good right now. You know. That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Give them the fun. pictures. Give them the full positioning, mm -hmm. so these guys can. Oh my god. This <laughs> 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 Turn turn brain off. Follow comp. <laughs> But so yeah, like, 
I gave Sugar, I, I gave Sugar, uh, a, like, a lol chest picture of, um, of, uh, Chemtex, right? For his, uh, thing, and he made it all the way to the last day, I think. Or, like, Ooh. before that. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the day before. <laughs> and he yeah, just yeah, played yeah. it, and he just top forward, like, every single... <laughs> like, copied, I followed the picture, I followed the picture, the picture thank to you. the team. It's like, thank you. Like, put the triangle, the triangle, the circle, and the circle. Put the exact units, the exact stuff. Put the exact items on the units. Wait a second. Build, this guy's fire. He built Archangel's Mundal 4 out of 4 games. <laughs> I was like, trust, Archangel's Mundal is like, really good. With like 4 components on bench, not making anything. I'm just like, oh shit, this guy's. Hey, he works out. But like, Chemtech was pretty broken. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of like simplifying the game a little bit, like so, like optimizing parts so I don't have to think too much and I can think about other things, but this seems like way too much. <laughs> Like simplifying things like too much when you can literally <laughs> follow step by step something, then like something's wrong. But it's also like it's PBE. This it's been out for like a week and a half. Like any anyone who's and Kevin has Kevin has tweeted about this and has many thoughts on this. But if you're yeah. treating PBE right now as like oh like like the game like game game sucks because like oh you just follow this path oh like this shit's broken like yeah. It's a week and a half. The game's not live yet. Yeah. Like, chill. I mean, it's just yeah. so fun to play. Like, it's just it's so, so fucking fun, fun to play. play. Have fun. We talked about Enjoy this earlier. Yourself. Have fun. Just have some fucking fun. That's what PBE's for. Yeah, I, I don't think, like, I don't personally think that, like, um, tierless or Immortal or Accomplice are, are, like, wrong to make or wrong to, like, value or anything as, like, a Twitch chat or, like, somebody who wants to learn about the game. Um, I don't, I don't think probably I don't have very strong opinions on them is that I've never done one. I don't really plan to cause I, I just like, I mean, I just enjoy playing random shit and like trying out like, you know, my PV experience, like I played a game of like Seraphine carry today, which is like the stupidest fucking board of all time. It was so cool. And like, I, that you know, like that every game. That was one of the first things I tried as well. Like, it's so fun. I, think, Seraphine. I don't know. I, I would personally. Like, socialite hex. Yeah. Right. Oh, whoo, sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like stuff like that is so fun to do, and like I don't think I personally will ever really look at like complex or tears or anything, and like like value them myself because I know that I will never play around something like that. Um, which I mean, you, yeah. it's not bad to play around something like that. I don't think like if it's not in your style, it's fine. If it is in your style, that's fine too. Um, but you know, don't feel like you like as much as you shouldn't feel like you have to subscribe to them. Also, don't feel like you don't have to. I think if like you're just trying to better the game, you want an idea of what's like good to help you learn i think it's fine don't don't like say don't look for like oh this thing's s tier i'm playing it every fucking game like don't do like that but you know say like okay this this player values this and this and this so i'm gonna try that i'm gonna try to figure out why they value that and it just gives you a good idea i think of where to where to start so i don't think they're like a bad thing to make or to put value in i just don't think it's like you know as straightforward as oh shit Sox says yordles is s tier yordles every game bitch slam the the d keys and reroll <laughs> trist like uh, i mean unless I you're know. a d-gen which like yeah, unless you're in this play, yeah. yeah whatever you're works for you there are two yeah. d-gens in this call yeah. and me and jose and yeah. it's fine yeah you already know just like all right yeah. Netflix on the side press d we yeah. got this <laughs> that's actually when I did the OCE vacation, that's how I hit rank four over there. Which yes, I oh, also yeah. have a rank four wall over on OCE. Oh, no. <laughs> like it it's on two different servers. But how like how that happened at the end of set four point five was me slamming reroll spirit sins every single game. Like I was degening that shit so hard. Um, but my the original point. Um, like the 
I, I do agree though. Like comp comp lists and tier lists are great. Are they are great to learn from? They're great jumping off points, and I I love them too. Especially like for learning set six stuff. I'm going to be I'm going to have Ramblin's comp list on my other monitor pretty much at all times because I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what works well together. I'm so bad at figuring out what works well together. So using that to ref using that to reference to learn stuff. But at some point. Like, yeah, those those are going out. You don't need to reference them anymore once you know the interactions well enough, once you've learned the interactions from observing them yourself or because you've picked up from these comp materialists that these things work well together. So use, using those as a jumping off point and then recognizing at some point their value does go down a lot once you do learn what you're doing. For sure. Yeah. I think that sums it up pretty well. Indeed. Yeah, also yeah. another quick thing is like just because you see something get nerfed, you know? The, the, yeah. Nerfed does not it equal is, unplayable. It, it, it's, you know? it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes nerfed means it got better because it's contested less. Yeah, but like, you know, um, today I played my first PvE game back. There was like the uh the Hyperol Augment, right? It used to get three gold. Now it gets two gold. And I'm like, you know, I've never played with Hyperol before. It'd be really interesting yeah. if I played this this specific comp with Hyperol, I'm gonna give it a shot and like, you know, people are like, nah, you shouldn't do that, right? It just got nerfed. It's pretty bad now. But like you know, if you if you think about yeah, it a little bit. That's why I picked it. I wanna try it. It's, yeah. it's all the nerf is. Trying things. What a concept. <laughs> I literally just did that with the Hyperol and I was like, should I try this? Uh, I was in call and it's like, should I try this, uh, the nerfed Hyperol? It's like, no, it sucks. Like, how do you know? You haven't tried it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I tried it. Feel. Uh, even like top two or some shit. It was like just rerolling. Did I top two? Oh yeah, I was rerolling re Twitch. Re Twitch or some shit. Yeah, yeah I top two. Like I got first playing Kogma reroll. Yeah, you see? Oh, was that that game? The Kogma game, Kevin? Oh. Yeah, that was the Kogma game. I did Kogma reroll with like, I got a mutant emblem as well. But uh, yeah, just pressing the D key the entire game. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 this is great. <laughs> I'm glad they nerfed it though, because that shit was so broken. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. a silver augment. Oh my god, you just like, yeah. You oh get god. that? You just slam levels. It's so broken. You know, five point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, five point five when like Matsun got nerfed, and I was like playing Fight Night every week, and and then the casters were like, um, oh, there's no way Jose plays Matsun again. And I'm just like, dude, I'm waking up at eight in the morning to play Fight Night. You already know I'm just pressing the D key every every fucking Friday. And then and then when they asked me when they asked me like, yo, why'd you still play Matsun? I was just like, oh, um, no one else is gonna play it because it got nerfed. So I'm gonna still play it. And you know, I love it when people like take nerf things and just. Completely brush it to the side. I'm just like, all right, now it's time for me to like pick all this shit up, and then you know, th there's no way they touch the car. It actually happens so often. It happens. Yeah, so it happens really often. It's like they they read that the unit got nerfed. They don't even look at the numbers or the changes, and they're like, oh my yeah. god. Like the champion literally cannot auto attack anymore. It can't cancel. Five five more mana. It's it's too much. <laughs> You know, just three -star the unit. <laughs> you know what I imagine is like like some person in like a nuclear bunker. They they're like 
they're like in like you know that they're plat promos or you don't have promos obviously in tft they're like like you know they're gold one like they, they're, like, they're, they're yeah. list. they have the passion notes they see twitch nerf it's like 5 ad but they like like i see them like, like they drop the coffee drops out of their hand like all these screens are on like they're typing in everyone's twitch chat like don't play this don't play this don't play this <laughs> it's just 5 ad <laughs> The good old, good old league, 5AD, yeah. does literally nothing, or is the biggest nerf ever? It's 5AD scale, so star level. <laughs> like, there are some times when gets nerfed, and it is enough to make it, like, much less consistent. Um, but, like, it's it's rare that it becomes straight-up unplayable. You know, if anything, a lot of the time... Like, like like Zed for example, Zed was so fucking broken, and they nerfed it like over and over and over again. But he was still playable the whole pod, even he wasn't like as broken as he was initially. Um, I don't know. I, I just use Zed because Zed is the most broken fucking unit I oh can my God. imagine. But ah, uh, Zed for Zed, huh? that was aggro. That shit was Dijon. Oh, yeah. was no was so three dead players in the top four. None of them have three star anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Zed two with an RFC one Zeke's on Kennen or Kali, and then like uh, just like a bunch of one star shitters. <laughs> They're just farming everyone. You have your Ash two on the side with like Warwick two, everything else. You're like, oh, oh, there's a Zed there. Okay, unlucky. <laughs> Also, like, oh, the shit, the Zed's on the other side? I don't target soon enough, I lose. My bad. <laughs> oh, those are the days. That's, that, that's fucking wild, that that version of Zed. It's, oh, you normally now you think with assassins, like, okay, send assassin on top of carry to kill carry. When, no, that version of Zed, you sent it to the opposite side because it could get, like, randomly one-shot, but then you sent it to the opposite side and it was 100% killing that carry anyway without jumping right on top of it. And oh, yeah. It was, no, it's not fun. Either It was either Zed jumps on top of the carry and, can, and depending on the shade rotation, can still one-shot it, or jumps to the other side and guarantees one-shots the carry because the carry's never targeting the Zed. So that do you, you ever know. think RFC was the problem in hindsight? Yes, yeah, for sure. I, mean, I think I think RFC, it was. It was also Zed. It was definitely the yeah. Like if you RFC though, Zed would have been Zed, Shade, and RFC all combined into like this perfect storm of fuck this. Yeah. Well, even like and it wasn't as broken obviously in a, in four point five, but like Zed was playable. Mm-hmm. Um, like just ninja, it was what was it? It was Ninja Slayer. Slayer, yeah. Four Spirits, was, and, and uh, was, just play Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four Spirit Zed was kind of busted for like a. It's for funny. A good, a good while, yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny how the Zed started as Four Spirit, went to ninjas, and then back to Four Spirit. Like that's I, I just realized yeah. that, and that's kind of just funny. Hella cheap. It yeah. was like yeah. way cheaper to play. Yeah, Diana. Yeah, I've been using the same for Akali as well. Yeah, well, same set. Let's go. So, Everything with four spirits, you know, sharp and RFC. You didn't yeah, have to roll. Chosen, you're just okay. chilling. Yeah. Do you, you remember didn't four to... Star Diana? Actually, yes. And also, you didn't have cool. to rely cool. on. You didn't have to rely on hitting Shen. That was it too. So. Yeah. Anyway. Good old days. <laughs> I don't know. Like good, it. Bro. Yeah, I don't know what that definition. <laughs> Insane. Some dark he, times, bro. Anything involving chosen and the word good is a no. 
I love Chosen. Chosen was dope. I hated Chosen. Okay. I, didn't, I, I liked it at first, and I hated it. I, I actually hated Chosen at first and warmed up to I it a little bit, four. but never liked it. Fucking love Sip 4. 4.5? Yeah, let's go for the units. I hated yeah. 4.5. That shit. You get Chosen like, Warwick, you play Warwick, oh, you get Talon, you get Talon, more, you play more, you get Ash, you play Ash. And like you can play whatever random board you want oh, at the beginning of the game. War week, yes, Gap. You never the took shows in War Week unless you had to. Um, Force, for cost. It's crazy that it actually works. I was like a War One trick for a while, not during War Week, but uh, um, after War Week. I oh, was War, a, a War, War Week Two Point When no, 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 just when he was oh. like it was just like our like like Deathblade uh, Runan's QS yeah, and just play it. Yeah. That, that was the 2.0 war week yeah all right it was like that for like a while well, it was yeah. like that for like 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 a month or two yeah there was, they were, a good comp. there was one patch where it was the strongest comp in the game again with that build but yeah, yeah i remember playing a tourney during war week and it was like all right i'm gonna spend this tourney just countering it and trying to find a way to counter it or people went war week and i went six and i was like okay yeah <laughs> never mind so i actually get an infinite lp during war week actually just sad. everything else is uncontested no yeah, same. Like yeah, six same. people playing Warwick, so you're chilling. I actually gained like 400 LP that week or something. It's crazy. You, <laughs> you, you play anything but Warwick, you take your top four, take your plus 10, and get out. Just I played Warwick once, it was the game. fastest first of my life. I was like, no, I don't want to touch this. It's <laughs> not okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is too easy. I need a hyperbolic challenge. time. But like the yeah. thing is that that like week didn't. I think Socks hit rank one, not playing Warwick at all. Mm-hmm. And I like I played one Warwick game, and I still gained like yeah. I I, I had something similar. I gained like you know four hundred LP that game like yeah. that week. I didn't care at all. I was like, it's the Warwick, honestly. <laughs> no, I knew all about it. I could hear in the background. People were like. This Warwick or, I didn't so notice it in like like Warwick. it didn't feel like it was like I don't know I feel like if you didn't play War I don't know personally I feel like if I didn't play Warwick I like didn't I wasn't like cursing Warwick to like I was like Warwick you know I was like ah oh, therefore Warwick players I'm like top three like yeah I don't know <laughs> I mean, you don't then you're just, fucked so. yeah then you're fucked but <laughs> they every really Warwick out them. of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite screenshots are screenshots of seven Warwick players and eighth place. And same thing with set five Vayne, where it's top four Vayne and bot four not Vayne. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vayne was whack. We, we uh, don't talk about that. Yeah. That, was the, that, was, that was the least fun I've ever had with TFT. I, uh, it was the, the worst part was that I, think I was talking about this. Um, we were just talking about this before, where like the, the two big tournaments and set five were. Vein week or vein like couple patches like it wasn't even just one week was it and then the one where like redeemed and just like all the verticals were uh, they, the verticals were out of control the whole set but they were like like redeemed in particular was super out of control um like Lux carry redeemed nightbringer cup um dawn dawn redeemed and forgotten six all were that, just yeah. out of control i think dawn cup was just vain dawn so. cup i don't think was vain but one of them was vain no. one of them was vain was it yeah, I remember because I got oh, Vayne. Ah, <laughs> Vayne hard. And I think I it was, not think it was like after Vayne got it. nerfed, but was there was still Vayne because I that tourney I just one tricked LeBlanc. That's all I remember. All I remember is seeing like four people roll the zero on level six, 
and they like all pop four. <laughs> for like six forgotten. Yeah, yeah. like six forgotten all six, and then all pop four. <laughs> it's so stupid. It, it was, Seven streak uh, all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That TFT, was not. TFT has had some like oh. As much as I'm, everyone in this call like loves TFT, has a good time with the game. This game has had some dark fucking moments where it's just hot oh, yeah. garbage. Had some great ones too, though. Like the yeah, end of set yeah, point five. Sure. Ooh, chef's kiss. The en end of oh, sets generally get oh, really yeah. good. Like end of set three point five, end of set four point oh, end of set five point five. Like everyone's oh, yeah. like, ah, yeah, Loki is actually decent. Uh, honestly, five point five veg. I think the end of five point five is one of the best states the game has ever been in. Yeah, it feels good. Like, I play PBE, so I don't yeah, want to that's, that's the problem. Like everyone just wants to play PBE. Everyone's everyone's bored of the set, which is wild that you can get bored of something in a three month span. I don't know. Meanwhile, league has like a year long season and I don't know. I don't know if they complain about getting bored over there, but hey, you um, play enough games of it, I think can be Oh! I checked my law chest today. I've played exactly seven hundred and seventy seven games having finished my decay games. Nice. So I, I think at the jackpot. I <laughs> the jackpot. That's yeah, I have I was poking around ladder and y'all have played way more than me. I have four hundred and seventy seven. I have, not, I have, exactly I have not played more. much at all this set. And like, by, in contrast, set 5, 739. I have 197 games on O's. That's less than 200. Damn. <laughs> Sheesh. Meanwhile, I played over a thousand games in set 4. I have a lot of, a lot more. I definitely have like, played 1,323. 256. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's, that's my goal for set six. Play as many games as possible. I've played less than five hundred games this set. See how see how that turns out. Meanwhile, Beppo has played almost triple the number of games I have. Yeah, does okay. he have the most? Maybe. He's Is up that there. Beppo or he Jack? Probably as close to the most. Actually, Wait, how many does Jack have? I actually do on the truck. One uh, set. Jack thirteen twenty three. Beppo is thirteen twenty three. Jack has fourteen forty five. What the? Oh shit! Oh my god! Is Jack okay? Touch, <laughs> oh, no. How is right, he saying? I, I need to get him into some PB. <laughs> I mean, tonight we gotta yeah. get him out. Holy crap! Get him out! Is he still playing? Is he he still was playing? still yes. playing live Pull him earlier out. today. Pull him out! Code <laughs> red. That's crazy. Why is it LP? Wait, oh wait, he plays hyper roll. That wait. No, he doesn't. No, it doesn't. He doesn't. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, okay. It's, oh, it doesn't count. He has a hyper roll rank. That's not even okay. Okay. Whatever. Jack has played a lot of games. Jack has almost fifteen hundred games. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, Beppo linked the leaderboard. There's an actual fucking yeah. Jack is number one. Beppo is number one. Fourteen twenty four. Oh wait, I want to buy a thousand. He got his plate a thousand. Wait, holy crap. The rec. There is there is a silver two player. Who has played four thousand three hundred twenty-one games? You should see how many players. <laughs> yeah, you should see how many games the uh, Iron Four players have. Those people have oh, ridiculous shit, yeah. amount. Christian Bale. You think it's actually Christian Bale? <laughs> no, no. Oh, maybe actually. 
Maybe. No, there's no fun. There's no, no way. Not. There's He's no way busy. Christian oh, Bell is playing 4,000 games of TFT in one set. <laughs> Number five is just named Cockden. <laughs> I'm looking at that too. <laughs> oh, the server. Holy shit. How did, so is this person, what is this person in Silver 2 doing with 4,300 games? Are they just enjoying the game a lot or are they just doing it like... No. They're probably just FF. Like, well, well, they're FF not Iron Four, so they're not oh, FFing every. I can tell you what they're doing. They're farming tokens for the League Pass. Look at this mattress. They played four thousand games farming tokens. It's one of those. I mean, they don't have to play the game. Technically, that's true. That is true. I whatever. I'm not worried about it. Like you specifically lose a couple games just to stay a certain MMR. Maybe they're farming tubers. It's like one on one eight seven. All those content farmers, yeah, yeah. One on one eight eight. I oh, you know what it is? I bet they're like a they're like a YouTube clip farmer. The YouTubers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So YouTube. They're looking. Jose knows YouTube. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. The YouTubers. That has you won't to be believe it, my how hard I trashed these. How hard I trashed these silver players. Or it's like, yeah, they just need like three star five costs and stuff like that, right? Content, bro. The content. Yeah, it's content. It's content. And then we have 091509199. Is that a phone number? No, there's no as a. Are they one of the DLVXs? No, 091 is not an area code, right? No. I'm gonna. What? For anyone wondering, uh, number 69 is tiny. Their name is Not Tiny. This list is kind of cool to look Incidents. at. <laughs> Jack is rank 11. Beppo is rank 19. Like, overall? Yeah, overall. Oh, jeez. Y'all, oh, these man. people, y'all play the game too much. Have you considered taking a break? Hey, sometimes if, if they if they like yeah, it that you much, you know, like, what you gotta do? I, I mean, I'm also a big proponent of just, like, taking a break in general, I mean, I talked about this. Like, uh, take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let your time you're spending grinding be actually effective instead of just grinding nonstop. Which is also yeah, something I, is on break. I've had to teach myself that too. It's fine. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, this doesn't account for like Smurfs and stuff too, because there are probably a lot of players who are like around the 800 mark, where just have gone like half yeah. main, half Smurf. I'm I'm a hundred on the eight. I'm a hundred percent on the 800 mark. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so I. It, I looked at earlier. You're on like the somewhere like 800, 850 mark, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely less than 500. I'm not a player that plays a lot of games during his sets. I think a lot of people know that. Um, and they, and they actually know me. They know I don't play that much. It's like that's fair. Yeah. Watching does know. a lot. Like, like yeah. you got so much to learn from watching and like like VOD review and stuff too. Yeah. Played yeah. 550. I think that was one day I just played like 20 hours straight. And that was like the longest I've ever played. Like 20 plus 20 hours. hours. Yeah, I don't know why. I just just played. I got rank one though, so it's fine. We do take those. (laughs) We do take those. I got like six first in a row or something. It was pretty good. I was too tired though. I slept for like the whole, like two days straight. I uh I think I I haven't since I started streaming um I haven't played like any more than 
maybe like like 10 to 12 hours like like 10 or 12 hours is like the most i've played and that's like maybe once or twice in one day since i started streaming before that when i was playing i started in like the beginning of quarantine and so i would literally just sit and i would play for like i would like play a game take like a like a 10 minute break play a game take like a 10 minute break but i do that for like 16 hours and it is that shit was insane um, for me, I, I, that was a sure lot for me. Degen. Yeah. Sure when you're mo- honest, and when you're motivated to have that spurt of like grinding a bunch and really practicing, I mean, you go for it. Like as long as you're not doing that nonstop, like that kind of yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of like, sixteen hours a day thing is not sustainable. But doing that, just having a day you do that, when you have that like big burst of motivation, can do a lot. Yeah. I well, I was always one of those players that like. I could play, I'd play like, like, so when I was first starting, I, I was, it was quarantine, I had nothing to do. And I was just like, I want to learn how to play this game. So like the first like month or two, I was probably playing like, like of actual in-game time. I was probably playing like, like somewhere between like six and eight hours a day. Cause I literally was doing nothing else. Um, and I would like, I'd play, I'd take like a half hour break. Um, I'd like, you know, either get a snack, or, like watch an episode of something, like play another one. Uh, and that's how I always play. And then when I started streaming, obviously you can't do that. So I had not like a totally different style which i think is interesting um because it's so much harder to just sustain it when like you are just going game to game to game to game it's so much harder to sustain it this shit hires me out some, not, not as much anymore um but like when i first started streaming it was so hard to just like slam a billion games in a row yeah. so you kind of get used to the degeneracy <laughs> And when you're like regularly grinding and you have like your regular practice schedule, there is a ton of value to breaking up your practice sessions, like just yeah. like just meant just mentally. And it's, it is hard to do that with streaming, which is one of the downsides of like playing, like doing your games on stream. Like it's hard to just say, I'm going to take a break while you're streaming, because like then people are just, well, they're taking a break. There's nothing to watch here. Like I'm out. Yeah, trying to be consistent. It, you can't. It. I mean, if you can make content out of that break, then like more power to you. But it's really hard to. So, be that. Then part that is part of the value of grinding off stream too. It's like you can actually properly give yourself breaks. You don't feel obligated to be doing something for your stream, and then it's a little bit healthier. And that's you know for pe- for people like Soju who can stream for like twenty hours a day, like semi consistently, and just play TFT that whole time, like. Holy shit, that is like actually unreal, and I don't yeah, understand. It's it's insane, insane just like stamina. <laughs> it's yeah, so like, mentally draining. I play like next to no games off stream, so I guess that would be my break on like a daily basis. The moment I turn off stream, it's just like all right, bench or like Netflix, watch yeah. watch somebody watch somebody else play. Because I mean, That's you're a- still taking in like the like you know what they're doing. And especially against like someone that's like, good or like better than you. That's actually why I try to keep my streams a little on the shorter side. Like I try to keep like max will go like six or seven hours. Like max. A lot of times they can be like more like five ish. And I feel like for me, at least for me personally, that's just a good amount of time to be like sitting down and like really focused on something. And then after that, it's like I need a I need a good solid break. Like maybe I'll play a few more games after stream, but at least for now, like I need to go do something else. Um yeah. and just ha- having having like that set amount of time what and then you take a break helps a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh let's see. Do you want to do, do you want to do questions from chat? 
Yeah, we can or, do that. Uh, we have a, a big question. You know, this might take a little bit of, of processing power, so no no hurries on answering. But uh, Blanku TFT asks, and again, if you need some time to process, it's fine. It's a deep question. How many holes does a straw have? It's one. The answer is one. I say two. Okay, it is one because the hole at the top extends all the way. There's no if it if there was like a break in the straw in the middle, like there was a there's a closed off section halfway through the straw, it's two holes at either side. Because everything's connected, it is one hole. I can sleep better at night saying it's two it's two though. You guys are crazy. Straw doesn't it's, have any holes. It's just grass that's dried up. There are no holes in that. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, uh, I saw you. Uh, uh, my answer. I straw has zero holes. Because it's just a. It's just a. Uh, it's like a. Yeah. It's just dried up grass. It's, yeah, it is a cylinder. It's a cylinder with one hole through I the middle. A, I need a. It's not a cylinder. No, there's no way it's a cylinder. <laughs> there's no way it's a cylinder. It's <laughs> like a. Yeah, people um, who are listening could not tell, but I was making a motion with my hands as if I was like... Honestly, I don't know what this motion is like, but it's like I'm trying to say that... <laughs> <laughs> it was some motion that's supposed to say that, like, a straw is... Like, the hole in the middle is not part of the straw. The straw is just the... I, two is objectively a wrong answer. Zero is the answer. It's zero or one, two it's is... Definitely two. Two. It's, wrong it's definitely not two. It's definitely not two. It's definitely not two. It might yeah. be three. What? Only when you get a straw from Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. and then you try to sip your culotta, and it just all pours out the side, and it feels terrible. That's the fucking worst. It's like the pebble. You in know, the road. Th th this ha yeah, this I was gonna say this happened to Abby's after he he flipped his bike over the pebble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went to go get a consolidate. Like, was gonna go his culotta and tripped over the pebble, and then spilled <laughs> the culotta right all all over himself. Straws with holes in them are the fucking worst. It it's so frustrating because you're like, I just got my food, and my drink. I'm gonna take a sip, and then it's like like you have to suck so hard to get anything to come out. It's just painful. No context things. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Jose just came back. First thing is you have to suck so hard, bro. but like like no weird vibes. You have to suck so fucking hard if the straw is broken, and it's just annoying. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. Much better. Some I share that. I like, share oh, you're talking about straws. Oh, okay. yeah. Straws. I mean, what holes. else could we be talking about? I don't know anything else that you would suck on on a regular sense. slash semi regular basis. <laughs> so oh, okay. <laughs> I will now. I, I will people leave. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we have another question that is a little more serious here. Uh, so Segredo asks, for newish but serious players, I understand that fundamentals are crucial to learn, are crucial to learn first, but could you explain what that entails? Uh, we can start with, uh, Jose, if you want to start with your idea of what, like, fundamentals are and, and stuff. And then, it, like, set one, I watched Scar's video, leveling, managing your gold, understanding what the units do, the comps, like, that, that for me is, like, just the basics. Like, just learning, like, all of those things as well, like... You know, um, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it needs a deeper explanation. I feel like that. I, like you you, I you say like. that, but I do have a deeper explanation. Okay, so. there you go. Because I can't <laughs> think of it. Of of, I can't think of it at the top of my head. Something um, I, we talked about in one of my music ed classes in undergrad was this kind of like a spiral almost of how, how you teach, 
how you teach someone something. Um, but like you start at the very bottom, like super, super basic. And for for new players, probably it's going to be um, what all the units do. Just the basic, the basic flow of the game. Um, the fact how how to how to manage your economy in the most basic way of these econ intervals each get you one extra gold. So you want to be building up gold. You don't want to just be spending it to zero every single turn. Um, what what the units do, what the synergies do, the very basics. Then you go, you kind of go a step up in the spiral. Um, you go into like um, how how to how the game flows with like okay, this is this is generally what happens early game. This is what generally happens mid. This is what generally what happens late game. You get um, the next step up the spiral of like econ of this is. These are like certain econ breakpoints you want to be at at certain stages because then that promotes um that that promotes when you can level. And for let's say for units for units, it's like these these synergies just work well together rather than what each synergy does. And you just keep building it up from there. So it's you it's a, it's not as it's probably not as specific of a answer as i think this question is asking for but generally it is just going to be break for the fundamentals for a completely new player you break it down into the most basic things take those fundamentals of econ game flow and the unit the units and abilities and then you just build up and that's that's something i'll teach um, all the way up to like masters players, I'll I'll kind of break this down of like this is a super fundamental thing, but we've gotten so far up the spiral that it looks way more advanced, but it's still based in fundamentals. Like all of those will stay the same apart from like the units, and it's like that's yeah that's what it like boils down to like for me like putting it down like the dumbest level. Yeah. Which is which is also why, like, when I do coaching, I really try to talk about like game flow and like econ management, um, rather than like specific interactions with unit. This is how you position. Oh, like, put also positioning. We'll throw that into the fundamentals. Um, but like, I I really try to teach every fundamental that's not unit specific and try to really work on those because those will always carry over between sets unless they drastically change the game. Which it looks like at this point they're probably not going to. Like they're not gonna fuck with the very basics of how econ works. So that's always something you will be able to apply set to set. Unless you have hyper roll or clear bench or oh. you know, one of the other many various gold changing <laughs> augments that are currently now in PvE. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's already hard enough. When I like when I see those augments, I'm just like, fucking. Well, those Every time those... I see those augments, I'm like, oh yeah, baby, it's like Christmas. They're a alter an alteration to the fundamentals. Like you still take the fundamentals, and then you just like, you you go off that. You take this augment, and then you just modify it in some way. It's not like you're. It's a completely new skill to use these augments. Yeah. I feel like, personally, I tend to identify fundamentals as, like, the stuff that sets you up to make decisions, but not the decisions themselves, generally. As in, like, you know, you, you like, a lot of, like, scouting opens up more decision-making. Knowing, like, how and when the econ opens up more decision-making. Like, uh, I think having really 
define fundamentals is like you're having really good fundamentals means that you're making the most decisions possible. Like you're aware of the like every decision that you can make and you're making them. Um, where like so if you let's say for example if you decide not to scout on stage two, someone and then you notice later on the game that someone's contesting you, and you made that you you know you didn't scout on stage two, so you didn't make you didn't get to make the decision whether or not you wanted to play that game contested or not. Um, it's like like just being aware. Like you you fundamentals to me is like making it so that you have as little 50 50s as possible and instead you're like making conscious decisions even if you know um it's not uh, like like getting better fundamentals is like just learning how to make more decisions like like opening up more decisions to me but it's kind of like along the same vein of things i, I think as, as Jirachi and jose and, and everyone we're talking about just make a lot of decisions <laughs> straw has no holes since it's just dried grass Think critically, you know. Honestly, I Wild think concept. Like the most, I think the best thing that you can do for yourself if you're improving is just like you know, think about the why and mm -hmm. everything that you're doing. Because like you know, there are like you know, fun. There are like sort of basic steps, but I think when you really understand the why of what you're doing you know, it makes the decisions your own. You know, if you're just brain dead being like, ah, press this button, uh, you know, I do this, do this, do that, do that. You know, wh why? I mean, because Xtremer did it. So I'm going to do it now. I saw it on a YouTube video. I'm going to do it now, you know, but like, I think a big thing is just saying like, okay, I'm going to level here. Maybe you get used to it a lot, but it's good to just think to yourself again, right? Like, why am I doing this right now? Why do I level on 3-2? Can I level on 3-1? Like, you know, if you really start to think about the reason why people do things, that's where, like, you start to improve. Because it also, that that's going to help you a lot with the fundamentals. Uh, because um, it builds off of this idea that, like, you, you have these building blocks, but, like, you know, why is it important to do, do to know this? If you just learn a basic set of skills and you don't know why it's going to help you improve at the game, then, like, it's only going to take you so far. Yeah. Yeah, the why is the big thing. That's just learning in general. We talked a lot about life stuff today. Like, yeah, yeah. in life, just, like, you want to know what the why. Because that, that, it's like teach a man to fish or, or go to Long John Silver's and get a fish <laughs> fillet, you know? I feel like we wanted to talk about set six some, but we just ended up, up so much. To, we talked yeah, about yeah, it. We talked about so much. That's, like, not, I'm, that's not how like, that goes. We have <laughs> <laughs> podcast goes like this is what we want to talk about. Nope. Um, <laughs> but like we like that. Was, I enjoyed that talk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I oh, always yeah. appreciate getting to talk to <laughs> the the seamen themselves. Ah uh, yes, that is what we've been branded. <laughs> <laughs> was that from you two or from like the the OC why people? Would, why why would we call ourselves that? Bro? I assumed, but like if the shoe you know, fits, wear it. Like, you know? Fuck yeah, we're the seamen, bro. We're the seamen. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get metal with it. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a pretty sick team name. I mean, one day it'll grow on me. For now, it's. It's people from Jose's chat, man. These guys who don't watch, who don't have any context behind it. There's like TFT, like as a spectator sport, ten years down the line. Oh yeah, like you know, some some 
Big Cass is like, and the seamen just fucking tear up this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> the seamen coming out from SCA just absolutely destroying this tournament. Oh, they went one, two, they the crowd, like, seamen, fuck yeah. Uh, okay, so we have gone off the rails enough. <laughs> I think uh, that's a great note to uh, to to call no, the podcast. Real, real quick, real quick PSA. Real quick, I, I want to get this point across. You know, for everybody that's playing PVE and enjoying PVE or not enjoying PVE, especially for the people that aren't enjoying PVE, I, I just want to make a point. One, the game has been out for two weeks, less than two weeks, right? So you know. Don't expect everything to be perfectly balanced. You're not entitled to a perfectly balanced game. You're not entitled to anything anywhere close to a perfectly balanced game. And so, like, give them time. You know, if it's been out on live for four patches and, like, everything's still gone to shit and, like, unplayable, then you can complain. But, like, you know, it's it's new. Enjoy it while it's out. Uh, you know, if you feel like you need to take a break from the game, don't use bashing set six as a reason to get out of the game right that's on you um let people in like you know it's new it's fun it's it's the essence of playing tft you know you get to learn new things you get to have fun oh yeah you know what's the point of being pessimistic like at this early on right like we can be pessimistic after you know we're we're five five patches in and like you know everybody's playing like i don't know scion or something and they're like seven scions in the lobby. You're like, this, this, <laughs> oh my god, I can't live like this. But like, until then, you know, live a little. You know, I think the team has put a great amount of time and heart, and you can really feel mm-hmm. it. So I think we're blessed. I think we really are. And similarly, hell yeah, bars. Hello. In <laughs> similarly to how we are, we as a TV community are blessed. With uh, with more dog and the rest of the dev team, uh, we at the podcast have been blessed by being joined by the seamen tonight. Indeed. And uh, <laughs> if you guys have any shoutouts, you want to make some If you have any shoutouts, yes. Mm-hmm. Feel free to make some shoutouts if you have any. Oh, uh, thanks for anyone that's watching from Southeast Asia. Y'all waking up as early as us. Also, shout out to Carlos, aka Viagra. He's single, guys. Go check him out. All right, so that's it for me. <laughs> I want to say shout out to you guys for having us. This is really fun. This is insane. Hell yeah. Like, I don't know. I just hope set six will be the best set yet. It's like, I'm hoping for a lot of things. So, yeah, Pridge. Jose. Seaman set. FB touchdown. <laughs> Jeez. Are there any shots for someone whose name starts with Murr and ends with Ray Cod? Because eh, I don't think there are any, but oh, just, just uh, checking in. Uh, uh, I only had one for Carlos, so um, okay. Shout <laughs> out to Murray, love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, if he's watching. Yeah. Well, thank nice you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being on with us tonight, and thank you, Kevin and. And Drachi for for joining me with hosting this, and uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, hope we will have another exciting podcast in about a week. So actually, exactly a week. <laughs> Peace, kiss <laughs> the homie.